You know what time it is when you hit them horns, ladies and gentlemen. We want to welcome you to the corner of time. Oh, episode 40. Damn, where the time go? I'll be your host for the evening, afternoon, or morning. Whatever part of the world that you are in. It's the corner of time. Road. Let's get it poppin'. You understand me? We're here for a reason, not for a season. Let's go. Like thousands of others across the country, it's a place to go if you want to be seen. And to a lot of folks, it's the information center of the neighborhood. Our job is to spark somebody else watching us. We, we might not be the ones, but let's not be selfish. And because we're not going to change the world, let's not talk about how we should. The bomb is in the bag, and the bag is the base, and the base never change. What up, what up, what up? It's your boy A-M-O-N. Say what you want, just spell my name right. Let me go ahead and introduce myself for everybody who doesn't know. I'm one of the baddest motherfuckers of all time. One of the best singers, one of the best looking motherfuckers you've ever seen. Hold my drink, bitch. I mean, that's true. I don't know about y'all, man. That, that just never gets old for me, man. I'm sorry. That's, that's, that's why it's not true. Let me go ahead and give a... Uh, the mic up, man. Or the music down, one of the two. The music down. Let me go ahead and give a, a warm, a warm, warm welcome to the number one draft pick. He's putting up all kind of stats this year. Period. Next up, let me turn it, let me turn this all the way down. Let me turn this all the way down. Let me let me just turn it off for you. We gotta do something different. And last but not least, you know we got we got to do things special for these people, man. They love that. Let me give a big shout out to my boy, my guy, the most hated, often imitated, brother. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. We're good. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, I really appreciate that, sir. You, the full orchestra and Dion, I saw you counting time, man. Let me just be real clear here, sir. You don't rush the king, man. The king, <laughs> you gotta let the you got you need time for the ladies to ra- lay the rose petals down. You know what I'm saying? I ain't, walking, no, I ain't walking unless it's unless it's rose petals. You feel me? You mean don't rush the genius? I gave you the genius, but I'm still yeah. the king. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. That's true. All right. All right. I give you that. That's fair. That's fair, fair enough. Nice fair backdrop enough. there, McKende. Where are you? Doesn't look like hey. you're here. No, I'm definitely not there, buddy. Here, let me give you a little taste. <laughs> yeah. My man, my oh. man Pause. Oh, Pause. <laughs> already, already, already. We ain't wow. got started yet. Yeah, it looks good. It looks good, That's man. Yeah, we, we Miami Beach in that thing right now. You know what I mean? He is the only teacher in the world that went on spring break before his kids. 
Well, hey, you be that, honest. Real, <laughs> that's a whole 100% fact. Joe, last, yesterday, I had a, uh, I got an advisory, right? I got 32 shorties that, um, you know, I advise on their grades or whatever like that, right? So right. it was at 11 o'clock. I was out here on the beach, bro. I was like, look, <laughs> I'm trying to inspire you young boys. You understand what I'm talking about? <laughs> if y'all get y'all work done, you could do your work from wherever, like the kid. You feel me? I was I was literally standing on the beach with the ocean, doing all the background. Like, all right, now go do your homework, son. That's hilarious, man. <laughs> that boy that boy feeling himself pimping Ken in the building. I see you. Hey, but, but to be a honey, bro, like I'm telling you, Joe, it's true. Like they was looking like, them shorties was in the chats like, yo, he wildin', yo, he do whatever he want, whatever he want. I'm like, yeah, because I'm good at what I do, and I do it well, and I do it on time. So step up to the game, and you ain't never got to be last. You feel me? No, that boy, he's pod now. No, that boy, he's pod now. Wait, early? He's early with it. Fuck it, man. I, I see I see what we're doing today. Yeah, I see what we're doing today. Uh, Dion, let me let me start with you, brother. How was your week? Um, <laughs> You know, week two. Two and oh. Okay. You know, y'all saw it. Uh, Dylan no, had a great game. Was yeah, yeah uh, that was insane. It was insane. I was surprised my damn self in the stands. Like, whoa, that's some Vic-esque stuff. But, um, you know, I was just working out with the guys just now in the park. Uh, sent them to the uh, the store. I made them walk because I think I was talking to mine yesterday. Steph decided to go drop the st- some of the STEMI and took these hungry motherfuckers to Hooters. <laughs> I was like, you could have got some five buck bags from Wendy's. Facts. She took them to Hooters and, you know, I got to teach these dudes every time. You know, they understand, like, the word thank you goes a long way. She tried to, you know, protect them, but I always tell them, I don't care how, what y'all doing, how happy y'all are about the win, never forget to just simply say thank you. So I sent them to uh, Walgreens to do the deed. That's what's up. That's what's up. Do the deed. <laughs> AB, AB, what what was your week, brother? It was all good, man. Just work, nothing else. Uh, anytime I can pull a, a Eddie Robinson on the city of Chicago, that means go to work, not do work, and get paid, get the bag. I'm good, man. <laughs> Mind, do you I'm know good, who Eddie brother. Robinson is? Uh, that is the guy that used to play for the Bulls, if that's what we're talking about, right? Okay, okay. With, with the trans right. breaks, yeah, he could talk oh. about the gym. They were the that's head, all he had over his ears. You know what I'm saying? And I'm looking got the got the politics with some lame tech OGs, man. You know, that's for yeah. another day, another story. You know, yeah. so it was yeah. very much so another day. You know? So it was cool. <laughs> it was cool, man. Okay. I just saw that picture this morning. I'm like, y'all, y'all just ain't tired of COVID, huh? Y'all just not. Y'all just, <laughs> just face cheek to cheek. Yes, he is down in Miami of all places. I'm on the beach. This is safe. <laughs> COVID. This is safe. Over to the water. Let me let, let me ask you. Before before we get into it, do do y'all y'all want to jump into the uh, the ho- the guest now? Um, is she there? Yeah, she's here. She's here. Four o'clock. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, well, I mean, unless you want to do one more quick hit, I like I want to honor her time. It's it's the middle of the day Saturday, man. That's a hard time yeah, to have somebody. Yeah. No, no, no. We we, 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 we did last time. week, right? No, no. I'm, nah, we, nah, we, we, gonna, we just gonna go because then then we can yeah, just let's do it. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, let's do it. Let's All right, we'll go go ahead and introduce uh, our, our guest this week, man, for uh, Women's Month. All right, man, this sister is not like somebody I know very well. We met once. She was honored as one of the 40 under 40 most influential businesswomen in Chicago. Um, she recently did a TEDx talk for her business, man. Her, 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 her game is no joke, man. Her energy is definitely not to be, you know, challenged. Um, her, her name is Sarita Love, and she runs a company called Success Junkie. So let's just go ahead and get it started, man. Let's bring on Sarita. Let's Bye go, Sarita. Let's go. Let's go. 
Lady, yes, I am. <laughs> lady, lady. Yeah, don't worry about that. Don't you worry about that. What's up, young lady? What's I'm going on? I, I know you. You too. How are you, Mr. Phillips? How are you, love? How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you so much for having me today. Hey, Hello. gentlemen. Hello, how are you? Um, so you got Dion is the dude who looks like, you know, he, he's smelling something that don't really fit with him very well on the beard. And then you got a bossy who looked like he's looking to uh, lift the house. Hey. Uh, <laughs> pinky fingers. Uh, and obviously, you know, I'm a Kimberly. So welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I know this is a tough time in the middle of the, the, the weather starting to break. You got family, you got stuff to do. It's a Saturday, but I thank you so much for taking the time out, first and foremost. Thank you for having me. It's so crazy right now, man. But when you when you call, I answer. So you already know. Don't be making people think that's a real thing. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I appreciate that. Hey, let me get my flowers while I'm alive. Jeez. Hello, let's talk about it. <laughs> um, so real quick, just off back, um, Two things real quick. So where are you from originally? And you know, Chicago's a big like what high school you went to type of town. So like are you yeah. originally from Chicago? And if you are, then what um what high school you go to? And then the second part after that is, well, go ahead. Let's go there first. Let's go there first. Yeah. So I'm from proud Inglewoodian. I'm six oh six three six. I was born and raised in Inglewood. Um, but then I lived all over. I lived all over. I went to uh, Lane Tech for one year. <laughs> one year. Right, exactly. And I graduated, I graduated from Bogan. I graduated from Bogan. Time, 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 time. Flag on the play, y'all. How is it that I booked this like three, four days ago? And neither of these two ain't take, neither you done told me that. I would have definitely not, I mean, I love you, but I would have not had you on the show. I'm not telling you shit. We have too many lane tech people on this show. I definitely was trying to get out. Oh, boy. Gotta be kidding. for life though. Like I get, life. I love Lane Tech. Like I love, I just had no, to move. I had to move. I, um, I started there and I have a lot of men in my family. So that commute was treacherous. I was coming right. from 79th street all the way to Lane Tech. And they were like, uh-uh, we don't care how well she's doing at this school. She needs to come to this side of town. So I came to Bogan and it actually turned out to be, um, great for me as far as my trajectory and leadership. So no regrets, but um, mad love to Lane Tech Indians. I still got my gym shorts. So it's- Yeah, that's just- <laughs> that's, that's what's happening. That's so bad, that's so bad. All right, and then second question, just real quick. So like, just go ahead and explain to the people what you do. I, I tried actually, yeah. and then I realized like, it's very difficult because you got your hands in every pot like, I don't know how you well, that, do it. That's what happens when you are a success stop, junkie. Stop, stop, oh, man, stop, man. Oh, okay. Okay. I, 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 I thought you were going to say that's what happens during that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought that was going to When I was reading up on her dog, I just started calling her the fixer. The fix it, bro. I'm the secret weapon behind a lot of your favorite entrepreneurs. Uh, Chicagoland area, Atlanta, New York, and a sprinkle of uh, other cities. Easing more over to the uh, West Coast. But in short, um, my background comes from uh, the communication space. So um, that's where I started. I kind of regret not going into uh, broadcasting because now I'm being sought after a lot to speak way more than um, I'm accustomed to, um, which is something I love, but I'll tell you like this, guerrilla marketing. How many of you guys are familiar with guerrilla marketing? So yeah, 
So I kind of eased into the integrated marketing communication space. That's where you just take promotions, advertising, all forms of marketing and sales strategies and put it all together for big corporate uh, campaigns. So I started in corporate and then uh, went, went back to school for grad school, graduated from DePaul. So I went to DePaul, got a communications and psychology degree. Um, then I paused for a second, went to Roosevelt, dropped out because I was chasing a dream opportunity that had no compensation to match. I just, you know, sometimes you chase the title and then you like this, some, what you mean they got a budget? <laughs> so, so I had dropped out and um, I learned about personal branding. So I learned that you can package yourself to be profitable. So what people come to me for is to increase their brand awareness, heighten their visibility, and ultimately uh, boost their revenue. Um, it's really uh, interesting. Yeah, we, so I'm I, I tell people what to do all week. <laughs> we, have this, we, have this, we have this very interesting group of professionals that are looking for many of those services. And I, you know, I wonder if they have like, a, is there like an alumni discount? Or no, I'm just playing. <laughs> there, there's a success junkie discount. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> yeah, there but you know. know what? I literally have a waiting list right now. It's kind of crazy. I got to figure out, um, like I have a team. And when I say team, I'm saying it in the sense of they're not employees, but they're contracted. So it's just a lot, a lot of people pay me to just get things done. So I love um, a few of you said fixer because some people just like, I want you to do it. I want your people. I want this. And I'm like, wow. And I think that's just, um, maybe my personality precedes me. Cause if you ever meet me in person, I'm all smiles, high energy, um, I, I never ask who a person is. I, I never ask people like what they do. I ask them who they are. And I think mm. that catches a lot of people off guard. Like really think about that. If you met someone right now and they're like, man, so who is King? Cause I see King, the name King over there. Like if someone asks you who Don't you are he's gonna, versus he's gonna what you do, the response is not the same. It's not, it's not. So I just hope people we, package can we, that. Can we, can we do a little practice round with, uh, Oh no! It's just no. For, for fun, I would love to see this play out. There's a, there's some comedy. Here. I, I I need to. I need you to. ready? King, you showed me love when I said I was from Inglewood. So That's where you absolutely. from, King? Go ahead. You ready? Yeah. And so what what's your whole name? My name is uh, Dion Williams, aka okay. the King, which I'm still gonna be. You know what I mean? I love it. I love it. So Dion, it's yes. really nice to meet you. Who is Dion Williams? Dion Williams, I'll just give it to you just for the corner's sake. Dion Williams is the whole fucking show. If that makes you, you know what I'm saying? The whole fucking show. Well, okay. <laughs> now, check no, this out. No, no, I'm just joking. I always do that to, to see their reaction, but I'm a very, I'm a father, as you can see, as they walk in, as we speak. I'm a uh, husband. What? Yes, I cook as well. But um, yeah, right now I am enjoying myself to do uh, the corner, to uh, give everything that I possibly can to make us successful, and hopefully be able to hire someone like you one day. The number one podcast uh -huh. in Chicago, just for the fact. Hey, you got You got to do it with a bossy. Like we can't let Dion get that kind of feature and not give a bossy. Hey. Oh man! All right, a bossy. I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to do it a little bit differently, how I do it with clients. Um, Abasi, if you could sum yourself up in three adjectives, how would you describe yourself? Um, brilliant. Uh, <laughs> no, I basic. Joke for real. Brilliant, basic, and uh, phenomenal. Really, that's it. All right. I love that. So the reason... Michael Angelo. 
And, and here's the thing, you guys, with you all having an amazing show, um, I think I want to challenge you to ask your audiences, like people in your life via text message or Facebook status, um, ask people to sum you up in three adjectives. The answers might surprise you because that currently is what your personal brand is. And that's determining whether this thrives <laughs> or, you know, it continues to just, you know, coast. And I, I actually had an opportunity of watching the show. Uh, a few weeks ago, like at midnight, I'm like, what? Is really? It? Like, no, when Coming to America came out. Uh -huh. it was after, yeah. yeah, so after Coming to America, and then I was like, oh my God, this is dope. Why didn't I know about it sooner? And I really enjoyed it. It's engaging. It's multifaceted. Um, it's something that's missing. Um, I, you know, we see the athletes. Um, I love what the athletes are doing right now, where you get to see them beyond hooping and, you know, throwing a ball. But we need more of this. So I'm I'm just honored to be. I only have brothers, so this is home for me. Like to be with the fellas, <laughs> this is home. Um, but no, I just want to give you guys all of your uh bouquets um right now because we need to see all kings. I know King, you the king. Gratitude, wrong, gratitude. Yes, I'm yes, saying that's all of the kings today. <laughs> so Sarita, you had said something very interesting because I think I was talking to Amon earlier this week in a conversation. How important and, and you can state this from a person on the outside looking in, how important is it to speak to your audience and get them to give you some pointers or information on what you're doing and how to get better so you're not staying, you know, stagnant on what you're doing? I think it boils down to speaking to a certain type of person or a certain group of people. There's a certain walk, there's a certain talk, there's a personality. Um, this show isn't for everybody, but who is it for? It's for husbands, it's for brilliant men, it's for entertainers, it's for, um, I'm gonna call Aman over there, he's like a wild card, like I've, I've met him before, like he, he's like to me, um, like a silent killer, you know what I mean, he's like the one on the sideline, this and that, he could be cool because naturally he's magnetic to people, but I don't think he probably always welcomes that, um, so you have like all of these different layers of black men in a positive way, oh my gosh, like, <laughs> I, can I say, can I say you hired, like, I just want to make it real clear, like, in, in less than, <laughs> in less than 10 you minutes, hired, you got, you, you got every man on this whole situation feel like they're the greatest thing on God's green earth. <laughs> no, no, but here, here's amazing, the crazy part. Though. Here's the crazy part. The first time I met her, she had the same energy. I didn't, I didn't know much. Oh, same, yeah. Same. Yeah, yeah, and, 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 and it was dope. Then I ran into her again on, in a different type of situation, and it was still love. You know what I mean? I'm, hey, how you, you know what I mean? So the energy is real. Um. I, I want to say to you, like, where where does it come from? What is what is your what's your why? Like, what is your why? That's that's uh that's that's okay. I think McKenda shared with you guys uh, that I completed my TEDx recently um, as a TEDx speaker. Yep. Um, it releases soon, so we had the public release, but it's not on TED.com or YouTube yet. I think it has to go through licensing. What it's a protocol before it goes public forever. Um, and the title of that talk is The Success of Trauma, How Challenges Create, How Challenges Make Champions. So my beginning, my personality is the way that it is because I was born on the 4th of July. So I'm the real, real short <laughs> The real short version of this, and I, I highlight this in my TED. Um, my father told me that the fireworks were all for me growing up <laughs> until I went to school. So I came wow. into this world thinking like, damn. I'm so dope that the whole sky lit, lights up every birthday. Just That's for the game, right? That's what he told me. Talk about um, that last week. <laughs> 
So I went to school and learned about Independence Day. And I'm like, what, what you mean? What you mean? It's not about me. And my teacher, like, you need to go talk to your daddy. Um, so <laughs> fast forward, um, I, I lost my mom in 93. So I lost my mom when I was nine years old. Same year, Jordan lost his dad. Um, I found out that Michael Jordan's father was actually killed, well, pronounced dead on July 23rd, which is my favorite number. And it's Jordan's number on his chest. But he right. wasn't found until August wasn't found until um, about a week and a half later. Mm-hmm. But um, I, the whole, I bounced around the Chicagoland area. I lived in several households. So my upbringing was through several lenses and it took a very long time for me to like truly identify who I am as a person. So I think I'm fueled by that's, for instance, COVID. Two years ago, I was laid off. I already had success junkie. I had products and things like that. You know, people were calling me success junkie, but now it's how I sustain myself better than any job I've ever had. In COVID, a person like me thrived tremendously because I thrive under pressure. Um, so I think coming from, you know, literally seeing bullets come out the barrel. I grew up across the street from the park where Derrick Rose was made, Murray Park. I know the uh, Rose family, shout out to D Rose. Um, I've seen it. I've seen it firsthand. And um, as a kid, I always thought that there was more to what I saw, but I had no evidence. And I just stood on believing it with no evidence. I was just like, this can't be it. And my family, they used to be like, okay, baby. You know, I was like that special kid where they like, yeah, you're going to make it out. You know? <laughs> and I, I didn't fold. And I'm proud to say that now I'm raising a young king who's 16 years old, who is a scholar. I got no 16 year old. In real Get life. out of here. And he has a 4.6 GPA at Lincoln hey, Park. Hey, hey. No games. I thought it stopped at 4.5. Is he going to college classes? Oh, no, McKinley, remember oh, the yeah. AP, baby? We talked about how you feeling. I know about I know about AP, but it's I thought the, the highest you could get was 4.5. I didn't know it went. Is it a 5.0 scale? I thought it was 5. I have oh, no, five. I have yeah. no I idea. Five. Now. 5.0 no, it's 5. It's 5. Yeah. It's 5. Yeah, it's a 5.0. Yeah, because you get so that extra half I, credit for any class. What school do you go to? I'm sorry. Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park. My nephew just graduated from Lincoln Park. For AP, he said it's a 5.0 scale. Yeah. We already established that. Yeah. I was just asking him because he's an AP. I'm sure you never were. I don't have to. Trying to be funny and shit. Hey, three five, three five, my entire life, brother. I'm cool with that. <laughs> Let the sister talk, man. We not gonna show out on the corner, man. That's <laughs> cool. I'm listening. I'm, I'm but glad. you know what? I am gonna fast forward because this is a different platform, and I do want to uh, share this message in other spaces. So what I did was I remixed the concept of PTSD. So you all know it as post-traumatic stress disorder. I remixed it to maybe you just need a post-traumatic success do-over. So restart, recalibration, mindset shift, you know, people, you know, changing your entire environment. And sometimes it's not just, oh, I've been through so much. It's so easy to have the excuse for an excuse. But how about you just shift? How about you just shift? You know, people read good books. Like I read the book. I'm not motivated. It's not the motivation that the issue is. I mean, the issue is not motivation. You didn't activate what you learned in the book. (laughs) That's the problem. But um, I, I hope that kind of answers um, your question. It's just, I've experienced so many things that I don't wish on anyone's child um, or anyone uh, for it. Oh, 20, 2017, <laughs> uh, this will be the last thing um, that's very significant for me. Um, junkie, so success junkie. We know junkie, um, the 80s, 70s babies, we know junkie as a negative thing. It's still a negative thing, but I'm known for just remixing everything. So I have a book called The Success High. 
And think about your first hit when it comes to achievement. Mm. Think about, so if you just reflect on something you're really proud of to this day, that's the equivalence of a junkie having their first hit of something negative. This is With Amaz that, right here. This is his first thing that ever was actually successful in the version. <laughs> that is true. Thanks to us. Hey, hey, listen here, man. I keep good people around me, man. So, you know, you guys are working on getting fired. Hey, you're welcome. You're welcome. Well, you, you know, she, hey, um, you actually... You actually stole my question already because I was going to say, well, and looking up into a homework about you and, and for this podcast, the term success junkie just jumped off the page. And what would you rather be addicted to than success? It's probably nothing. You know, that's the thing. But I was also looking at uh, your interviews and some pictures. And like you brought up the smile earlier, the smile is as big as Texas. It's made, it's made for freaking TV. It's made for it. So it tells me a story, though. It tells me that you learn to love yourself somehow and somewhere along the way. And that love won't be quelled. That fire won't be quelled by anything. When when was that? When, when did it happen for you? When did you know that you were the shit? <laughs> um, you know what? I'm going to tell you something about the smile. <clears throat> I believe for a long time, the smile was, uh, it was a cover-up. Okay. It was a cover-up. Like, it's officially real now. I So I used to be the person, it made me happy to make other people happy, if that makes sense. And now was- I've, Flip that, but it took a lot of, I think, tragedy. Um, for instance, 2017, what I was about to reference was it was in my hands to decide if my father lived or died, um, oh. and I don't, I don't wish that on anyone. Um, he, his sister came to visit him at the hospital. He was at the hospital for three days. I had known that he was was there in the first place. Um, she called. I just get through speaking at an event. It's like 300 people at this event. I'm at the after party. It's a Super Bowl Sunday. I'm, so it's an after party for an event. I'm watching, um, uh, what is that? The fa- who, Brady. I'm watching Brady win 2017. So get a call, rush to the hospital. And um, when I get there, I learned that my father's last words was call Sarita. When I get there, he's on life support. It's so much more to it. Like his lifestyle caught up with him. And within three days, they were like, we have no good news for you. There was a tumor inside of him. He was already really frail. No one knew what the tumor was. They said, you're the power of attorney now by, by default because he had uh, divorced recently from um, a woman he was with who was uh, like schizophrenic. That was, that was bizarre. I'm so glad that if the divorce hadn't cleared, I would have had to battle someone who can't make decisions for themselves. Yeah. So God, God is good. Fast All the time. Forward, fast forward, you? They did, did a biopsy and he was in fourth stage cancer on top of a lot of other ailments that black men, like men in general, but especially black men, like you'll feel things like, oh, that ain't nothing, this and that. Check on yourself, brothers. Facts, facts, facts. Check on yourself. Cause my dad, he was just, baby, I'm good, I'm good. He was in fourth stage cancer and didn't know. And they're like, we have no good news. We tried to bring them back. We brought them back. It was blood everywhere, this and that. There was no fight. He was gone. We We just had him alive on a machine. And whew, I think that was the moment. I think just connecting the dots to something that happened in his life. So this is why I think I'm about to tell y'all the TED talk in, a, in another kind of way. Y'all getting the whole damn talk. <laughs> um, Only on the corner. Oh my goodness. Facts. So my dad lost his mom when he was 10. Remember, I lost mine when I was nine. Right. He went to a carnival or an amusement park. And he found some money on one of his rides. He was so geeked up about it. Like, man, I can't wait to get home. Can't wait to tell my mom. He gets home. It's the 3rd or the 4th of July. His mother isn't home. 
because she's at the hospital. What happened was she had surgery and they left the sponge inside of my grandmother and she died oh, of gangrene. So every 4th of July, my father was traumatized and then oh, I was born God. on the 4th of July. Wow. Yeah, you a whole, you're a whole spiritual entity. Man, like, man listen, I feel that like, cancer shit is real. Yeah, that well, all on all forms, not not just yeah. cancer as an astrological sign, yeah. but yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, my deep. dad was a cancer though, shameless plug. Uh, <laughs> you, you just showed a bunch of strength telling that story so I, what you've been through in life. Real, that's dope. Yeah, that's real. That's super real. And it's super motivational, you know what I mean? Like I was telling them before we brought you on, like, you know, I I teach high school and um I have a group of 30 young men that I mentor, you know, from their freshman year to their senior year, right? And uh, I was out here on the beach, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, there was like, people thought I was joking when I was like professional development, like working from home type of stuff. And yes. I was like, no, I was literally showing these shorties <laughs> like, yo, if you do your work and you do it well and you do it on time, you could do it wherever you want because you could be that code, right? Um, anyway, that's the shameless plug for how gangster you got to be. Funny you say that. <laughs> Funny you say that. Shut up, Dion. But <laughs> so, but one of the questions that we've been asking everybody that we bring on as a guest, right? Um, yes. is if you had to say, like, what is your Mount Rushmore of women? And, you know, we, you can take it whatever direction you want. The two yeah. directions that we had generally focused on was, like, you know, of all time, like, you know, dead or alive, or Chicago. But you can take it in whatever mm -hmm. direction you want. If you had to have a Mount Rushmore of women, who would your four be? Yeah, so, whew, that that's that's tough. That's tough to narrow down to four. But I had to think about who I am, and this being Women's History Month, and even though it's not Black History Month, I'm a Black woman. Um, so I did want my Mount Rushmore to look like me and be mm. parts of who I am as a woman. Um, so I boiled it down to uh, Michelle Obama because I believe she's, she's, that she's been she, on everybody's everybody yeah. list. <laughs> I mean, she from she a Chicago she girl go. on the South Side. It's only right. She the right? go. She the go. I, I love it. I love it. She the go. I, I don't know if any others have said that, but I firmly believe that she was our actual first black president of the United States. But that's, that's a whole different conversation. It's her own husband. That's a whole different conversation. No, I'm, and I'm with you. I'm with it you. Is. If you read the books, if you read their books, they make that kind of clear. Yeah, so that's um, definitely Michelle Obama. Stacey Abrams, no question. If you haven't seen Stacey Abrams' TED Talk or you don't like truly know this woman's story, that she she will be governor. That's coming. I can't wait that's to see that. That's the sister from day. Atlanta, right? That, got the, that, that drove the vote for Black people so that we could actually win Georgia, correct? Yeah, she has a, her story's cold. Her story's cold. And I, I, love, to, I love to be able to watch it from the front row. Um, Madam C.J. Walker because I am a full-time entrepreneur now. And uh, there was so much more to her as a philanthropist, um, a social activist, all of these different things. And I'm all encompassing. So I think her, and then- Seven for encompassing. <laughs> Just about, about five. And last but not least, those, uh, yeah. <laughs> last but not least, I have someone you do not know, but tune in. Her name is Glory Bond, G-L-O-R-I. She happens to be my best friend, and she is assistant state's attorney here in Chicago. She's uh, making major history. Okay. She's in a position right now that normally takes about a decade before you even consider for the role, and she's only been um, ASA for three years. Glory so Bond. I approve this Glory Bond. Get used to her. Yeah, if you don't know, so, so Bossy is also one of Chicago's finest, and I mean finest, not in the, you know, the uh, sarcastic way. I, I, mean, like, I do look good, though. 
Look, I, definitely don't, I definitely don't mean it like that. I was saying like beer game, beer game. Look, yeah, McKenzie, you know how I feel about beer. This is thank beer game for me, not that stuff. Look here, stay, hey, stay over there, box up there, brother. Uh, I am, <laughs> and so is this beer, nice and crisp. Yeah. Hey, I'm gonna send you a chat. I got you. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You better be. Steph's right there to the left, to the left, to the, to the, the left. left, to the left. I'm kidding. What, what were you saying though? Uh, McKinney, I think he was completing a thought. Oh no, I was just gonna ask. Like, I mean, I guess I'll, I'll ask. Well, one no, no, more he question. was saying he was saying that Abbasi is Chicago's finest. Yeah. Yes, that's Glory Bond. Please yeah. get used to her. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure he'll, he'll know. He's a beast. He'll know her. Yeah. yeah. She but has to has. Go ahead, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead, Bossy. I was just gonna say if, if she's uh assistant uh, state's attorney, she's got to have some thick skin because my colleagues who I really don't rock with, they're tough. Yeah. I always I always say fuck 12. Y'all don't have to echo that message. I say fuck 12, but I am 12, okay? Uh-huh. Uh, but the way they come after Kim Fox, I'm like, dude, y'all got to relax. So anybody in her office that works with her, man, they got to have some thick skin. I applaud the job they do because they yeah. aren't going about, they aren't going about crime and punishment the, the, the uh, traditional way. They're going about it in a way that makes sense that kind of give the uh, urban Black community, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Second chances, man, that we, we've been deserving for a while. You know, other races get it. Why can't we have it? Why we got to get the book thrown at us every time? So that's why I had to do that that name drop. I'm really proud of her. I'm honored to know her. Um, we've known each other almost like shy of 20 years. And that's dope. she's a beast. Get mm-hmm. used to her. Yeah, I'm, fan, I'm a fan already. I'm definitely a fan already. There you go. I know, I know we've already taken too much of your family time as it is on a Saturday, but no, I, I, had do to, ask, I had to hurt my son today, y'all, man. Did, uh-oh. Okay. See, that's the question. That's the question I was about to ask. What do you do? What do you do? Wait, 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 wait. That's the question I'm about to ask. That's the question I'm about to ask, which is exactly that. As the mother of a, of a young black man who is coming into the world, knowing what you know about the world, knowing what you know about black men in the world, knowing like your history with your father, all of that, right? Your brothers, the whole nine. What is that struggle for you? Like, what is that struggle? And what is, and what's the glory too? Like, I don't want to focus it just on the negative. Like, it's all like a, a tough life. Like, yeah. what is the struggle? What's the, what's the difficult slash greatest part about being a mother of a young black man? Oh my God. Um, so first and foremost, I want to shout out his father because I co-parent. I am not a single mother. Yes. I'm a mother that happens Salute. to be single. I got to say that um, because it was what happened earlier today, he was in my, he was with me, but his dad was on the phone. His dad, I was like, like, in this call, I'm gonna handle this and then he'll be with you in a moment, you can finish. But we're on the same page. I'm big on communicating, I'm big on respecting our men. That don't mean that his father and I, everything was roses and daffodils. We've had our times, but I wanna give credit to the man who helps me mold this young man, because it's not easy and for, single moms who successfully do that with black um, young men, I salute you. I don't, I need the men that I have in my life to raise my son. And he's not even a difficult kid. So I did want to put that disclaimer out. My greatest fear is him, um, his own naivete. I think, um, I think he would be really just oblivious to his reality based on being smart. Yeah, you're smart, but you still, baby, you still got a real tan. Like he's, he's many shades browner than I am. And I think because he grows up in this upward, you know, he grows, he's, I'm in Bronzeville, but his school is in Lincoln Park. All he's seen is diversity. I call that black privilege. Like I went to school down yeah. the street from, from, from Lincoln Park. I went to Newberry and I was supposed to go to Lincoln Park. Yes. So I know, I know about the land, everything. I, trust me. I get it. Yes. Oh, that's you right now. So that's what's my greatest. Name of that 
No, sorry, sorry. It's an inside joke. Sorry, sorry. But my greatest fear is um, it kind of reminds me of something that was in the news recently. It was a young black male who was a student of NYU, and the police like stopped him, and you know they asked him for his ID. He showed his ID. He had his headphones on, and it was just so crazy because he's like he thinking he could walk on about his business. They're like, no, stop. And he like, I didn't do anything. Yeah. I feel like that's my son. Like. I'm telling you, teaching him everything, but because he hasn't seen what I've seen, you know, <laughs> that's my greatest fear. But my greatest hope or joy is the fact that he epitomizes what's possible. Both of his parents are from the gutter. We both grew up two blocks away from one another on Inglewood. He was like, my childhood crush turned. Wow. Oh boy, what is this? <laughs> but for us to be a product of the same dirt and that's to be the outcome, I think his future is blindingly bright and I, I'm here to support it all. And uh, it's just scary to know I can't protect him, you know, Absolutely. because he has to go out here one day and I'm not going to always, he's not going to be on the leash, you know, and that's my greatest fear. What's your favorite part? Then? Hmm? Your favorite part? Like what's like, what's yeah, the my, fa my favorite part? part is in his leadership. I think he's always been very influential. He's always been the one when he speaks, people listen, boys, girls, white, black, um, he, nice. once he recognizes his power in a positive, impactful way, I don't think anything can, uh, can stop Mr. Anias. Let me shout out my baby's name. Yeah, <laughs> that's 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 name. Where you get that name from? It starts with an A. Greek mythology. Okay. His father's name is Antonius. You guys may know him from the Hooping Space. I'm not sure. But uh, it's the beginning and the end of his father's name. So his father already Anias, has a junior. Antonius. Okay. Yeah. okay. Wait, where did he hoop at, Serena? Um, so, yeah, not nothing, nothing major. He just used to be in the uh, what is that called? What is the not a semi pro? What's the G league? G league, CBA, CBA overseas, AAU, AAU. Yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, okay. oh yeah, I probably, I probably killed him. Don't worry about that. <laughs> oh, no, buddy, here we go. But a we lot of people what? call him smooth. So smooth. What, what you just described? What you just described with your son is is kind of the epitome of the gift and the curse because of what you guys have gifted him with y'all success coming up, your success coming up, you and the husband's co-parenting. Because a lot of kids don't have the benefit of having, more than we think, but a lot of kids don't have the benefit of having both parents, you know, so they grow up kind of in a bubble, kind of protected. So it is kind of intimidating when they get to see the world and you think about them in the world because you know the world, you know? Yeah. But it, it, it's a curse at the same time because of that very same thing. You know, but he'll be yeah, all right. And, got and for the record, we, um, so we're not, we're not together. We never were married. We co-parent. Um, right. so yeah, you making that you making that real clear for some reason. <laughs> I have to. I have okay. to. Yeah. Good job. Um <laughs> mandatory. But no, when he got a certain age, he actually spends more time with his dad now. As he so, we, and we talked about that last week. We talked about, talked that, last about that last week. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah, that, it, that's important. I didn't get it at first. And then I, I was like, yeah, brother, you that's all you it's time. <laughs> it is time. You know shout shout out to you. Shout out to you. It, it just shows me the character of, of you, right? She's the dopest. You, you've given up a lot of credit and you haven't even really talked about yourself. Everything has been about, okay, no, I did this for, for this because right. greater purpose. I think if you keep that same energy, man, I'm talking about sky's the limit because you. It's hard to do it. it it's, I know it's hard, right? It but a woman doesn't want to give up control of their son. That's their only one. I mean- Yeah, that's my only. Yeah, you know, um, you talked about earlier, you know, you, you, you're a people pleaser. This is what you, you know, you get joy out of that. And then you say you flipped it. And that's some cancer shit, because I understand that. 
right? I super understand. Oh boy, that. oh my god. Um, no, no, but I just, I just, <laughs> I just really see your glow. I do. I, I honestly do, and it's, it's this is no no cap, as as a shorty say. I, I really see your energy, and I appreciate you for even again taking out the time watching the show, right? And hopefully you are a, uh, a subscriber and a fan and all that, whatever you look. We're hiring you. First of all, let me be clear. Hey. Profits are way up. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk <laughs> off mic about that. Um random as hell before I let you go. Yeah. A social media event or social media? Which Say one? Say that one more time. A social, a social event or social media. Which do you hmm. like? You have social to choose event. one. Yeah, you got yeah, social event. Always, always social for event sure. for okay, me. For I sure. mean, could you imagine how impactful this person is in front of a person? Like, we yeah. we doing this over the phone, and we already convinced we the greatest. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm seven. I'm seven feet tall in person, standing at five one. There, I'm there a, you go. I don't play. I don't play. Oh <laughs> no, you just oh, you gotta go now. Okay, okay, you gotta go. <laughs> you gotta go. I'm I'm six six in my mind. You already know this. Oh, you know what I mean? You already know go. this. This is a cancer thing. This is what we all do. Right, right. Let's, ah, let, let's, let, let's let her go be successful and help other people that we uh, hog just, it all her time. Just, just tell people where they can where they can find you at, what's your socials. Uh, I hope everyone's clear about what the social junkie does. Um Success Success junkie. Junkie. Yeah, she's yeah. Olivia well, Popish. Yeah, so I couldn't be a brand strategist if I didn't say just type success junkie and you're gonna find me. I made sure that my Google page is all Sarita Love. Um, and I own the brand. So I look forward to people supporting um, more of the apparel um, that's coming out. I'm listening. Um, so some of your audience, they may be familiar, but I get so many requests for all things Success Junkie. It's coming, y'all. The travel, the hoodies, the, everything that you're asking for is coming. Um, thank you for being patient with me um, because that what it is wasn't my original vision. My audience made it that. Don't miss your blessing and what people tell you that they want. A lot of businesses fail because they're trying to give people what they want them to have versus what mm -hmm. they're telling you they need. Preach, so please, that yeah. right there please, please, is please, gonna please. make me one wealthy sister. So shout out to all success junkies, new and old. And uh, yeah, so type success junkie, you find that's me, that's the short of it. And I'm, I'm thank you so much, you guys. Awesome. Sarita, I'm you, locking this in. I'm locking this in because I know there's oh, a whole man. nother part of you that's not just business. I'm locking, I'm locking you in for the for when we get back to these relationship conversations and the dynamics of the parent. We 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 gotta bring you back. We just oh, don't you, have you, enough time you, to do it on one show. That's gonna back. be one wild but, conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but to be a hundred, like you have an excellent perspective. Like I followed you for a while. You have an excellent perspective, and I think it needs to be heard. But we it's definitely gonna have to be another show. For so sure, thank you so for much. Sure. Please shout out to everybody that you uh you know that that, that was patient with us to have you and, and tell them we said thank you. Nice meeting all of you. I look forward to staying in touch. That was dope. Amazing. Amazing. You know what's hard about you know what's hard every time we do the women's month thing, bro. It's like it's hard to tell a woman that's that's dope and vibing to like stop. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I really, I really hard, felt like bro. we could have we could have just did the whole show. Like I was like, I feel you, but like it's just so hard. Yeah, man. Pause. That's hilarious. What? <laughs> just you can let that you can let that ride school. <laughs> yeah. Man, you know.
It started with lady. It started with lady. <laughs> All right, look. Uh, shout, shout out, shout out to our, our guest. Shout out, shout out to Kende, man, for making that happen, man. Shout out to me for just uh, that boy, that boy, all around dope ass individual and knowing a lot of miss, people. Mister uh, Wendy, four for four with this bad boy. Man, oh, yourself, bro. No, no, no. I, I, I'm because y'all niggas don't give me no flowers. I'm, I'm patting myself on the back immediately. Okay. Anyway, you I did say this is the dopest thing you've ever done. That's a flower. That's more like a, that's, a flower. Like, that's, a, that's a petal. Like <laughs> that's the stem. Give me the stem. Oh, no, <laughs> the <earth> flower. <laughs> that's hot, man. <laughs> hey, look, look. <laughs> um. So, Dion, 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 Dion. You oh, okay, boy. brother? You okay? No, nah, I'm trying to figure out dinner with these fat pigs. Oh, okay. I just know I got confidence in my beer game now. It's all good. <laughs> hey, look, look. Let's uh. Try. Either. I was like, what? Y'all some haters, boy. What? No, it's it's a a beer. Dion's the only person enough. with a real beard here. Let's just be honest. You, you can't, you have a, a piece of hair here where you got to get out of this conversation. I said so Dion. Here. I didn't say no, me. No. I said Dion. Your critique is not welcome. It will come to face with hair, bro. Come on, so it doesn't qualify. <laughs> no, man. That's funny as hell. Oh, oh, uh, hold, on, hold on. Oh, my God. That's my fault. Real, real quick, real quick. <laughs> How how do you guys feel about the uh, the NBA trade deadline? Who, who's the winners? Who are the losers? We're not a sports podcast, but it was something that shit got to be talked about. And I'm still saying, let me start here. I'm I don't even know if I like the move that the Bulls made. You know. Oh, Go ahead. well, you're not a basketball person, so I'm a, I'm a basketball yeah, no. savant, actually. And I you're actually definitely last you know in, the, in the tournament thing. You're definitely me, last one. Let me answer that by answering why don't you believe that. Uh, I'm not a fan of Vucevic. Okay, you're not a fan of an all star that is averaging ridiculous twenty. Only four people in the league are averaging twenty four and fifteen. The you know? East is trash. You put the ball up. No one's on his team. He has to hit some shots. Big fucking deal. Whoop the fucking do. He's not a fucking all star, but he made it uh, anyway. Carry on. How you gonna tell him he's not all star when he actually is though? Like he's literally been voted in. He was voted in by the niggas who actually hoop and who actually do this. Like, Someone you, has to shoot you. the rock. This is what y'all don't understand. Someone has to shoot the rock on a bad team. What does Someone that have to do with anything? Because if, you, if, if you're putting up 25, 26, 27 a game on a bad team, are you an all-star or just you don't have any players around you? Someone has to shoot Aaron the rock. Aaron Gordon isn't a good player. I see, I see Gordon, what you're saying, man. though, man, but I see what you're saying, but I, I take it this way, pause. Uh, Playing <laughs> Playing meaningless basketball like he was in Orlando, you can you can put numbers up. Now playing meaningful basketball, winning basketball, it's different. Roles change, and you have to fit into the system or a system or a construct where you have to play your skills. You may be good at doing everything, but you have to focus on doing certain things for the better of the team. Vucevic is an all-star. I've, I've liked Vooch for a long time. He can hoop, but I'm always a proponent. I'm a proponent of you have to see how pieces fit. You have to see how pieces fit when they get traded, man. So let's see how he works with the Bulls. But uh, yeah, I'm going away. I'm going with everybody. You know, Powell went to Portland. Uh, some teams that need to make moves. Uh, Norman Powell from Toronto went to Portland. Tucker made it to Milwaukee before the trade deadline. There were, there were quite a few moves, man. But you know, the teams that are doing good this year are the teams that have been together for a while, because the short offseason moves made. You got teams like Utah, Milwaukee, uh, the Lakers before the injuries. They were doing well because they had been there. They had the cohesiveness. You know, and that makes a big difference. But you know, the NBA, let's just wait to the playoffs. Let's see what happens. See if these I think the Bulls will make the playoffs now with him. They're only two games out. Um, they were in six seed about 
two weeks ago. So you're adding an all-star along with a really good center coming over from Boston. And you pretty much wiped out your entire bench who, full of guard who, Which center is really good from Boston? Tice, Tice, Tice is how you say Tice, it? Tice, Tice is he's not really good. He's, he's not, not really good, but he's, 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 he's decent, though. He's, he's a good Really player. good for stretch. Better than Gafford. Dion, 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 you cover the Bulls. You have been. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm 10, saying. 15 years. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm, I'm asking. This, I have a question. Actually, 20. 20, excuse me. No, no disrespect. I'm not Mr. Stats. Um, <laughs> I, just wanted, I just wanted to ask, mm. where does he fit in the lineup, right? Who's that? With, with Vucevic. Ooh. Vucevic, marketing. The starting center. What do you mean? He's a starting. All right. So talk to me. Talk he's to a me. stretch center. All right. Isn't that what marketing is? Marketing uh, is not a center. He's a four. He's a four. He's a, four. He's a power forward yeah. that only every Jeez. every game that I've been to since he's been in the league, all he works on is his shot. Yeah, he's he a actually jump tried to go in the post. He would be a much better player. But covering the Bulls and seeing it from Eddie Curry, Tyson Chandler, to Jamal Crawford teams, to the Derrick Rose teams, to the now teams, this um, organization that they have right now is clearly trying to rid themselves of everything, everybody every from the past. Guard packs, like okay, they they got rid of I believe five players over the trade deadline. Um, if Kobe <laughs> White does not do something beneficial that uh, they see fit, he'll be gone too. You got people got to believe. Yeah, uh, Zach is an all star, but if you come in as a GM or a, a director of operations, what do you want to do? Do you want to work with pe- pieces that pe- other people brought in, or do you want to bring everything in that you bring? And that's how I get any business. Yeah, my, my, my vision, my team. I get it. I get exactly. It. So that's what I think they're going towards. Um, Vucevic is a, a really good player. He has more rebounds by himself than the top two Bulls rebounders and he has more threes i think he's about 10 threes away from uh, zach levine who's on a career year for that so i'm looking forward to tonight's game against the spurs as well as to see if the bulls can make the playoffs he has, you know what's he funny has to hate that trade now. with wendell carter bro you he's get, a bum. you get your you get your car carjacked then you get traded the city the city really tell you get the fuck out I sent yeah, you that was a hit that was a hit that right <laughs> oh wait that was that was you that sent the text i yeah. thought it was yeah. Yeah. No, oh, i, I sent the text i was like I said, bro, this dude can't even get freaking carjacked, right? I can't wait till they trade him tomorrow. That oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I knew that was you. I, yeah, I did yeah. not know he was. I did not know he was getting yeah. traded. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. So, Terrible. you know, I guess we'll, we'll we'll see what happens, man. I'm waiting for a good guard. You know, we don't, I don't, I don't, first of all, I'm glad Otto Porter's the fuck out of here, okay? He was robbing the boys. <laughs> uh, any, it, first of all, your name shouldn't be Otto. I don't know who named you. Let me start there. <laughs> that shit is dumb, okay? Get, get all the way the fuck out of here. Um, there are plenty. There are plenty. You're the most judgmental person I've ever met. Like you, you pick random things that have nothing to do with nothing to judge the hell out of somebody on. Hey, how can you judge a name Otto, fam? I don't judge it's you, Kobe McKinney. I think he's not the most powerful. So I just not the first it. person named Otto. Is what I'm saying. Like there's That's probably some history dumb behind that name. shit. What are you talking about? Otto, fuck out of here, man. See, like I tell everybody, man, about that Planet <laughs> Fitness commercial, they say this is a judgment-free zone. I say that shit does not exist anywhere on Earth. It's a judgment zone everywhere. Everybody's judging everybody That's real. all the time. That's real. <laughs> That's, real. That's facts. Um, so I actually, I don't want to spend too much time on this on this next quick hit, uh, but the space that we're in, I think we need to talk about it because there's a spin to it. Um, 
Joe Budden and his team, right? They're falling out. Get your nuts out the screen, bro. Hey, man, stop focusing on my legs, man. Relax, man. Hey, man, calm down. That boy too comfortable. Come on, man. Um, so yeah. Hey, my bad, dog. My bad, man. Yeah, you. Hey, man. Oh, shit. That boy funny as hell. Hey, look, no. So Joe Button and them, they're having some issues, right? Whatever the case may be. My first, my first thought was, I don't give a fuck about them. That's that's their business, right? Um, but there was something to be learned in that. And again, we don't know all the, the inner workings. So but, give us the hits, because I because I only know that there's a drama. I don't really know what's Eddie. going on. I don't know. Um yeah, they, I don't know either. Okay, so so Maul and Rory have left the show, they haven't been there for the last three shows. Okay. Um Joe Budden went on, filled his slots, filled their slots, whatever, and was very candid, all right, and pretty and pretty open, right? Um, and again, I didn't, I don't even want to speak on these brothers. I don't know them. I think what they do is amazing, right? They were definitely inspiration to me, and I feel like we we are the next. You know what I mean? Like, did you listen to the episode where I, he yeah. explained it? Okay. I did. I did. Um, some some of the things that he talked about was uh, being in his what position. What did he say was the actual issue, though? Basically, they never really said, right? In in layman's terms, he said they came in it as friends, straight up friends. And that was one second. That's not the whole shit, though. Okay. Yeah, friendship. Now, once they got famous or once it got big, um, they felt that their show started to overtake their friendship to the okay. point where Joe would okay. just be like, hey, like, we're not even friends anymore. And Rory was like, who said we friends? Something like in that in that realm to where Joe was like, what the fuck is he talking about? To the point where now during the show when they talk, you could they could feel the the tension and everything. And then I guess it just boiled over because Joe had asked Rory, Well, why don't you take some time off? And then Ma was like, Who the hell are you to tell him to take time off? And then that's when Joe Button kind of You know what? To, that's funny it happens like that, man, because I watched I watched the podcast for a few years. I haven't seen it in a while, but I thought it was definitely the dopest podcast I had seen uh, and listened to outside of ours. Okay, and I thought their chemistry was genuine. It looked genuine. It felt genuine. And to see them going through this, it just tells you, man, you know that sometimes friends, real friends, can have a beef. Or it can also give you this message that you may think you're friends and may not be friends until things like this, business and success comes and exposes. What what you thought was a friendship and it may not be. But so I'm I'm just really I'm hoping for their fans' sake and for their sake, man. They got something good uh, that they get it together. They fans like the product they bring, so get a fans the pleasure of watching it again. But if y'all don't want to watch them, guess what? The Corner Combo Podcast is here, and we're bringing all that shit for y'all. Period. That was some that, that was some Pull super. Up. Uh... Pull up. <laughs> no, no, like real shit. Like here's hey, the crowd chase, man. Come on, man. I, um, <laughs> I think I think that. Joe made some valid points. Um, his position is different. Um, what, I, what I took from that was value. Uh, he used the word value. And he said that, his, I think either Rory may have said, well, you're basically devaluing me, right? You don't, this shit is, I brought X, Y, and Z to the table as well, right? Even though it's the Joe Budden and Rory Amal, right? So what I, what I, what I took from that and what I think can be learned from it. It's like, it happens, right? Um, there are a lot of shit that happens with us, right? 
communication. Communication. Communication, right? Um, and there's a quote I kind of want to read and just move on because I'm not, this isn't Joe Budden fucking talk radio. Um, the, the clearest sign of intellectual chemistry isn't agreeing with someone. Um, it's, enjoy, it's enjoying your disagreements with them. Harmony is the pleasing arrangement of different tones, voices, or instruments, not the combination of identical sounds. So to me, huh? what that means is... Somebody's at like, like HBCU band? That's what I'm Boston? saying. Like, what the fuck like, did you get that? I'm what the fuck you, are I'm you putting talking? y'all on. I'm putting y'all on, man. No, <laughs> just say it's clear. About, you and, was you and your protector you versus us. What are you talking about, man? Where the fuck is that? That shit's trash. Keep that didn't. No, I, I was saying he could have just said us versus y'all. Anything. Why would, that why bullshit he just read could have stayed in his pocket. I personally didn't get to weigh in on the Joe Button and Funny oh, you say that. My bad. But Joe Button was at the promontory. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> you know, go go ahead, man. I, I apologize. Real shit. Y- y'all but super real later. shit though. No, no, but super What'd real shit though. Button, I, I don't I don't know nothing about this mall Roy shit. Obviously, we don't know them, like you said. Right. And and I and I agree with all y'all. I think that's one of the dopest podcasts out. I hope that whatever happens gets gets repaired because I like their dynamic, man. It's a, it's a solid podcast. It looks like homies. I get that business and friendship can be challenging. But I feel like they did a good job at it. And I feel like it was still very, very, very authentic. Um, so I do, just as a fan, hope that they get their shit together. But I'm going to say this about Button, bro. He is one of the most non-confrontational in terms of his professional shit. I don't know about podcasting, but like he's non-confrontational. He's super simple, bro. He does not require, he's not, a, he's not one of them uh, dainty type of dudes. Like, well, you have to have this or I'm not doing that. Like he is, bro, he, he basically... Is, is the type of cat that'd be like, bro, I don't care who's here. Like, it could be five people and he's going to do the same show, bro. Like, he he was one of the easiest persons I've ever had to work with. And I appreciate that about somebody who has that kind of professional stature. That if you can put yourself to the level of, man, I'm nobody, even though you know you are more than nobody. Um, so I don't know what the beef is. And I'm not going to speak on that shit. I don't, I don't like when people do that shit when it's according to us or anybody else. Facts. But Facts. Button is a solid, solid dude in terms of regular character and just having had that experience no, to, to meet him briefly and work with him, I think that whatever it is, if it can be worked out, I think he's open to it. That's just yeah. my only two cents. All right. That's what's up, man. Uh, thank y'all for that hate. You know what I mean? Y'all, y'all will get the message later. Don't worry about it. You was reading uh, a whole fucking drumline speech. Like, only one song. Let's read he can do. One band, one song. Drumline, bro. One band, one Yeah, I ain't know what to say, bro. All right, man. We're about to have a slow tear go down on one All right, one band, one sound, man. Shout out to Matt Mahone. Uh, signs a HBCU deal. Um, so... His uh, foundation are doing a multi-year commitment to create postseason bowl games for HBCU uh, draft pro- prospects. I don't know if you heard about that. Uh, so wait, wait, wait to use that. What do you get? A Billy? Almost a Billy? What do you get? Wait, wait, wait to put huh. that to work. I didn't um, hear about that though. That's pretty cool. Shout out to Killer Mike. You know we had talked about this um, episode to go. He raised forty million. Okay, uh, to invest in his bank. Uh, we're talking Bank of America is an investor, JP Chase Morgan, uh, MasterCard, Wells Fargo, Morgan, PNC, Banco Popular, you know, 
list goes on and on, right? Uh, shout out to that black man for doing that in, in uh, his team. Uh, what else do I have? What else do I have? Shout out to uh, Justin Heron. You, you heard him? The name sounds familiar. Uh, he's, a he he's, a, he's a Patriot. He's a uh, uh, wide receiver for the Patriots. He actually stopped a 71-year-old woman from being sexually oh, assaulted. Okay, Shout out that. to him. Mm. Way to go, King. Uh, don't, don't let them take... take, take uh, that's real protection that's right real, there. Uh, yeah, that's, that's what we need. That's real. Um, now, in Inglewood, there's a Southside development uh, where they're calling it uh, the incubator. And they're basically putting shops uh all of the creators right all in one space and having everyone come through and shop like just almost like on some black wall street shit talking about uh boxville uh well okay so so the the guy that's actually running it is uh this dude named chef david blackman i don't know if you heard of him oh you uh, said incubator my bad, my yeah, bad. yeah 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 uh so i mean that that should be happening hopefully in the next year uh, they've already gotten funded. A lot, a lot of investors on that. Thought that was dope. Um, I'm not a. I haven't listened to Pop Smoke's music, but um, he broke Eminem's record. I don't even know how, bro. He broke Eminem's record. Oh, Wait, which record? Which record? <laughs> no, the album. Yeah. Album. Breaks Eminem's been, record for most. Been a number one on the Billboard Awards. Yeah, I mean Billboard chart. Excuse me. I thought I thought that, Lil Nas X had that record. That was a single. Album, album, yeah, album. So, you know, I mean, I, that, that shows you how much to me when I, when I make jokes about mine, East Coast bias. This shows you how much the, the New York machine is influential and and what goes on in these types of things, man. Because I'm not hating on Pop Smoke, but he's definitely we haven't heard before. His music doesn't really move you, uh, me. I can't say what it does for you guys. Uh, it doesn't really move me. He's not a lyrical genius or a beast. He makes catchy tunes. But his fans obviously appreciate him the same way that uh, DC Comics fans got the Snyder version of Justice League released after just beating on a door and a wall for so long. Pop Smoke fans got him at number one, breaking Eminem's record, and that's that had to be a difficult thing to do because people love Eminem. I mean, it me. always it always takes me back to you know, buddy. <laughs> somebody. I mean, Biggie said it. I'm just I'm just saying you got you you got to think about it. You know what I mean? You got to think about it. These these are the hard fucking. Conversation to have, whatever, no disrespect. Yeah. I'm just saying that, that's true. That has to be part of it. what you just said. Um, also, shout out to Issa Ray. Uh, she inked a five year, multi million dollar deal. All right, to write, create, produce her own shows over five years. Shout out to you, sister. Just uh, in general or for like a HBO or anybody? Uh, the deal was with uh, Warner Media, so oh. how 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 she gets it gets it popping? Now, that's huge, you know what I mean? Yeah, I love Insecure, so I watched I watched the hell out of Insecure. I did. And last but not least, I know we talked about the reparations, uh, Evanston being the first, so they're using uh tax money, right? The taxes on weed, and um, I think they're doing like twenty five k per family, twenty five thousand okay. per family just yeah. towards housing, uh, yeah. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of or fixing it. Yeah, and there's a there's a lot of stipulations with it, and and it's only a four hundred thousand dollar you know uh, goal right now, which means that there's only a, a certain amount of families that can get it, and specifically you have to have lived in Evanston during a certain period of time. So it's yeah. not like if you live there now, then that it matters. Yeah. But, it's not like, but it's not I will like say, but I will say it's definitely not a stem. Definitely not a stem. But I will say so they're getting criticism for that. They're getting criticism for the fact that like. It's actually a drop in a bucket. I mean, like baby drop, like four, 
you've never seen any initiative that doesn't end in a mill something. This is a four hundred thousand. This isn't even half a million dollars, bro. This is this is at at most possible. You also have to account for how racist Evanston was in housing, right? Yeah, like at nausea. So like, so there's probably only well, there's a part of Evanston that's super hood, but the part that this qualifies for are homeowners, not apartment dwellers. So if your grandma lived in an apartment in Evanston, that don't matter. You have to have owned some shit. So yeah, yeah, there's a lot going on, but I will, I'm gonna just give them proper credit for this. They've started the conversation, bro. Yep. They started right. the conversation. And 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 by starting it and by getting it going, everybody else is gonna have to say why they won't do the same. So it will spread and it will grow bigger. And she and, and the sister that did it, I forget her name, but she's the alderman in that area. She actually already mentioned that that this was the first step, that we knew we needed to get this done. This is what we could get done, but we already have shit in the pipeline to move it to a $20 million program, right? Um, but yeah, it's definitely, you can't imagine that America actually is finally at the place to do reparations in whatever form. I get it, I get it. The fact it. that somebody's saying, let's do it, is amazing. Yeah. Hey, can I, can, I ask, can I ask y'all, one question. As long as it's the last question, man, because goddamn it, the sun is about to go down. I got shit to do. Yeah, no, don't worry about that, man. Don't worry about that. <laughs> I, thought, I thought this was. I'm not even gonna ask the question. Uh, Wyoming has to be a fucked up state. They just uh, had their first black sheriff in 131 years as a history. Why, why is he there anyway? Exactly. Leave, leave Wyoming to Kanye. Leave Wyoming to Kanye, bro. Man, have exactly. you ever driven through Wyoming, bro? It's like staring at an illusion the entire bro. time. <laughs> You look oh. at the same set of mountains and it don't change for 19 hours, bro. It's the worst drive I've ever had got, in my life. I got I got one better for you, man. Boston gets its first black, first female mayor, Miss Kim Janey. So shout out to you, Queen. That's and, pretty big. Yeah, yeah. You know, and uh whoa, okay. But uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh yeah. that that wraps up, you know, this week's <laughs> excellence. And uh yeah. oh. We're moving on. We're moving on. I like on. that though. You, you didn't do the cabin. You just said whoa, but you acknowledged it. Whoa, acknowledged it. It's um, real big. Dion, I kind of want you to introduce, not even introduce it, but just talk about it. Little Mama lobbies for heterosexual rights. This yes. is—I don't know if this is a big thing, but I know. I hope it. This is a, this is a conversation thing. on the corner. You like, don't know if it's a big thing, but if I say that's big, then it's this. You don't know if this is a big thing. Book himself. He did. Yeah. You don't know if this is a big thing. Come on, man. That's why this game is stupid. But go ahead. I believe. <laughs> I hope it becomes that way because she basically was called out. I don't even know what she said, but it was a trans uh, phobic trans. comment she okay. said, and she wants to come out with some semblance of like a heterosexual. What did I say in the show run? A heterosexual Heter heterosexual rights. Lobbying right. for heterosexual rights. Yeah, lobbying for heterosexual rights. Why well, is it ridiculous? Since no, no, no. Finish other... what you're saying. I don't. I'm sorry. I don't want to. I no, don't I'm, I'm not gonna say it. And you're more entitled to say it's ridiculous. I guess it's not ridiculous to me because I feel like there are some people in certain groups that kind of. I don't want to use the term bully or uh, that word, but they they kind of go hard on people when they might say something that about five years ago wasn't even thought of as a big situation where it was this you know what i'm saying a, a saying yeah, now that is like oh my god 
where you could no, watch I, something five years ago and be like, oh, okay. And it keeps right. moving through. I 100% agree with you on the, on the super sensitivity that is, is currently and that's all in the I'm place. talking about is a super yeah, yeah, sensitivity. Yeah, yeah. It's a super sensitivity, bro. I'm in Miami, bro. We went to a UFC fight last night. I am telling you that every dude that moved around, every dude in Miami is gay. Like, I'm just telling you. Because I'm on the beach. I'm on the beach. Yeah, I'm on the beach. There's a lot of people, close proximity. I can't. I got my earpods in. I don't know if they hear you. What I'm saying is like, Bro, it's such a it's such an interesting because I'm here with my sister. So my sister's like, oh, that guy's attractive. That guy's attractive. But I'm like, you don't want, really? you, don't want you, sis. You don't want you though. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> but 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 the reason why I'm saying that heterosexual rights are not a thing is that the framing of rights come from the fact that you have to fight for them. And so if you are not the person who drew up the original rules, even if they're non-written, you know, societal rules, if you're not that person, if you're not in the majority, then the idea of fighting for your rights means that you have to actually fight to get some recognition. Nobody who's heterosexual in America anyway, I don't know about the world, had to do that until now. So I think that the idea that it was heterosexual rights, I don't like the, I don't like the term heterosexual rights. I will say- I can see that. that that I do think that there's a definite space to be able to be proud of being heterosexual. Yes. I, I definitely agree with the idea that like, pride. I should I should be able to be proud of the fact that I like women as a man and I like to be referred as to a male, right? Like I mm. I, I think that that's a real thing, and I think that that's what she might have been trying and to do. Women for men, you know what I mean? Agree, agree. I think that shit is so fucking trivial, bro. Like I, it's it's corny. It like is. it is it's it. corny as fuck. Like at the end of the day, like. People, as you said, Dion, people are super sensitive, hypersensitive about everything, right? That's the age that we're in. It, it just is what the fuck it is. Um, but to try to combat that and say, oh, well, fuck it. I'm going to start uh, heterosexual rights. I, I, I wouldn't I, say and, it's and, trivial, and, but mine. Look at this. Could we say when we was at Divine, when we used to say, man, that nigga gay as hell. Could we say that now without motherfuckers looking at us crazy? Are you, are, you asking, are you asking me? I'm gonna say what the, I'm, I'm asking the fuck you. I want. No, I'm going to say I know, what the fuck I'm asking. I know you're gonna say what you want to say, but yeah. right now in these days, McKende, Mon, or Bossy, could you say, man, that nigga gay as hell because of whatever? No, no, I mean, I just, I just, I had to look over my shoulder. You can, <laughs> you can say it, right? You can say it. It, co it comes with some backlash, but you can definitely you can say, say it. Did it come with backlash it. five years ago? No, you can, no. no. You can say it in no. personal space. You can't say it in a public format. No, you're, not gonna like, tell me what I, you're not gonna tell me what I can say and what I can't say. I'm you saying, know what though? It, com it comes with something, that's all I'm saying. Because we, we could say it five years ago and there was no backlash, doesn't mean it was the right, it was right anyway back then. Well, because when you wanna mm -hmm. use a, a certain culture as an insult to insult someone else, not of their culture, bro, that's just stupid. That's how I go hard, I, I, go, I go hard. Pause over oh, the R word. People use retarded as an insult, and that's an entire y'all, y'all fucking morons, bro. Uh, that's an entire culture that's constantly dismissed. Why do I have that to they aren't even real people? You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> you guys are, man. I, I don't like that. Why, why am I a yes. moron? Now? No, that, no, that, no, that, no, that, no, 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 exactly. Exactly. Hold on, me. hold on. That's though, what I'm trying on, to though. say. Yeah, let him Sometimes, finish. But I hear what you're saying, though, I do hear what you say. Yeah. 
I, I agree with him on that, though. That's like, what's your, what's yeah, your identify yeah. as, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. sometimes it's the messenger that makes the difference. And I'm not sure how, what's all the noise? Hey, man, tell them people to shut the fuck up, man. You on the number one podcast <laughs> in Chicago, man. You with people? Yes. I ain't with no people. Yeah, yeah. it was, uh, I, anyway, like I was saying, bro, I'm, I, the messenger actually counts uh, sometimes. And in this case, I don't know how serious people take uh, Lil Mama. So I'm not right. sure if the right. message goes over right. But what she said was, I sent you guys the link. Uh, what she said was actually, was it a dance, like America's Got Talent or one of these dance competitions she's a judge on. And she told a transgender woman that, hey, if you are a man becoming a woman, you have to act like a lady all the time. Be a lady. And that community went bananas on her. Like she, like she said something super duper insulting. And I'm like, well, to me, I, it didn't sound bad, but I'm not in that community. And I don't, I don't know everything that they find offensive. So I had to kind of shut up about that. But uh, Dion says certain groups of people get offended easily. I think I will break it down to instances. There are certain instances where, as you guys, like you guys are speaking on, where you say something that's really basic as shit, but because people don't agree with it, they are turned, they get turned up about it. They get TT, too turned about that shit, you know? And that's that's got to change because it should never be a bad, a bad opinion to have if you are offending someone. It should never be a a time in our life where it's bad to have a fucking opinion. We all have opinions, you know? As long as you ain't shaming somebody, uh, victimizing somebody, or or verbally aggressing somebody, you you shouldn't have to defend yourself. You know what I'm saying? That, nice that, view in the background. That's a real thing, man. Um, <laughs> this motherfucker showing off back there, boy. <laughs> uh, that, this, no, that, this, that's is a, my, this is my cue to bro. wrap this shit the fuck up. <laughs> hey, Lamarcus wait, 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 Aldridge wait. just signed with the Nets, bro. Oh wow! Come no, on, bro. I gotta I gotta shout out my my my. We, we in women's month, and these three right here. She ducking. Look, look, Yinka ducking. Hold on, Yinka ducking behind all the seats and shit. But he's uh, like, he, I was, gonna ask you, I, I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you if you want to just have Naima come on, man, and, and, and chop it up with her. Nah, up, nah, nah, man. Nah, nah. We're going to do that. We're going to do that in a different space, bro. Okay. Sure. What yeah. up, sis? Yeah, no. Nah. See, they happy. They just got here. Go ahead. I'm going right, to continue so, with five. Right. So, again, I don't I don't think uh, Lil Mama really validates anything. It may, be, it may be it's a conversation to be had. You know what I mean? She's also saying Goofy that jumped on stage. I ain't trying to be no hater, bro, but who is Lil Mama in exactly. this context, bro? Like, exactly. are you just, and I, I mean, we got to ask this question, like, is it possible that you are just trying, oh boy, Jackson, bro had a whole situation that was publicized across the world, and then his response was to bring his wife on in a bonnet. What black woman do you know? would know that she's about to do a national broadcast response in a bonnet. And then in the second line, well, this chapter is in our book. Come on, man. Like, again, I can't say that. I'm not giving that nigga no shine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No. Like, not at all. Um, for me, he hey, free is... Free Derek Jackson, free him, goddammit. <laughs> it's called Pepe, Pepe 101, and he's him. Hey, look, that nigga is Steve Harvey, man. You know what I'm saying? When Steve Harvey dropped that book, you know what I mean? That, that, that nigga was trash. Oh, that uh, shit. Yeah, that's... Nigga like a woman, I ain't like, gonna say trash for it. I ain't mean, gonna say trash I'm saying the approach that you... The, the approach that you make it notice right. to the world, that's what I don't like. I don't like the... So, with the little mama situation, I don't like that nobody's thought about you for the last 17 years, and now all of a sudden... You want to be on the top of the meat. That's all I'm saying. 
Well, I, I don't. I don't. In her, in her case, though, bro, I'm sorry, Amanda. No, go ahead. In her go ahead. case, it, it wasn't. I don't think she was like looking for attention. I think she was. She had to go to the most publicized route to deal with the backlash from that community. That community is strong. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think she was trying to get shine or clout. Well, who knows? I don't know, but I don't think she's trying to get clout or shine. I just think she took to the public forum like everybody does nowadays to say, "Hey, man, if y'all want, if y'all gonna get on my case for saying that, then fuck it. We need some rights." It was just a, a bad way to go about that shit, though. So I'm Agreed. with you on that. Agree. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to turn the conversation where we we start. Uh, Women hating because this is this isn't that not women hating at all. No, 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 I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm just saying because it can turn, it can, it can turn quick. Um, it will. Let me, or let's all, let's all address this, right? We're ending, we're we're ending Women's Month, right? Um, can you give us either either one, whoever wants to jump in, right? Um, what's the synopsis uh, of a good woman in, in in today's society? As a whole, what, what how, how do you define that? How do you classify a good woman? Can't really ask that's gonna be so specific to no, no, each no, individual, no, no, no. bro. No, I, I think that's, that's, that's what I want. A good woman, yeah. The point is the that's point what is I want. a good woman. That's what I want. Yeah, obviously. We do. Who wants a yeah, who wants a bad woman? Come on. <laughs> no, 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 he, no, he's he's saying that's gonna be very specific to each individual. I said that's no, I no, want but he said a good woman. I'm saying, of course, yeah. What's good to me might not be good to somebody else. Though. So, I mean, I don't know. I could say what's good to you, bro. Th- that's what I'm asking. Uh, well, Give me what is good to a bossy. Yeah, oh, 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 oh. That is fucked up, bro. That oh, oh. terrible. Oh. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm flipping First screen. of all, you're not going to speed <laughs> past that like you didn't just say what you just said. Book him. My bad. Yeah, bro. I didn't... <laughs> I think that question is asked, but uh, I'll go anyway. But I think I do. <laughs> so, so y'all, y'all go, bro. I'm, I'm really nothing for that. That's that's just. All right, all right. So, so I'm gonna make I'm gonna make mine. He read real, it totally different than what he said. Yeah, yeah, you know. I'm gonna go ahead and give you give you what what my good woman looks like, right? Um, I think for me. A good, a good woman, right, is probably someone that reminds you of your mother in the sense of her goals. How did you go her, there with that, though? All I said goals. was your synopsis on the women's month. That's it. Woman in the future. Yeah. Okay, so I was, I was actually saying something. Oh, I just you, you changed the entire question. Yeah, but I, I mean, I was actually saying something. You, 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 you didn't hear me? Okay. All right. Uh, Scoop yeah, snacks. Well. Hurry up, Kenny! Uh, trying to go play, man. He's trying to go play in, in, in the water, man. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a UFC tonight. Man. In my opinion, okay, from the question that I asked, clearly I fucked up the show run. Uh, As usual. Yeah, that's fine. It's my show. Joe, Joe Button. I'm a Joe Button. <laughs> <Joe? laughs> I'm Joe. <laughs> um, Who's so, Rory? <laughs> right. Like, you- <laughs> so, so no, like. I think There's that... only one white boy on this show. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all got me rolling, man. Um main. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I think I think that, <laughs> I think that a good a good woman, man, what it looks like for me, um, it definitely had to be someone that reminded me of my mom's, right? In the sense of morals, uh standing on high ground. Um just there's certain things, there's certain qualities about a woman that you that you must have, right? That's just for me. Um, I need you to be funny. 
I need, I need you to be sexy. I, I, I need you to fucking put me in my place, even though I don't want to hear that shit. Don't date uh, your mom. No, you fucking nasty dirtbag. I'm not being nasty. You just said, oh, someone reminds me of my mom. That's what you said. That's for me. That's for me. Okay. So you want to date right? your mom? Got it. Okay. Um, well, when you, when, you, when you spend time with your mom, okay, um, you, you, you grow to like certain things about, about your parents, right? I'm just saying for me, I'm not saying I wouldn't, oh, let me go find someone that's just like mom. No, I'm saying there's certain things, there's certain characteristics that a woman should have. Of a question whatever, I've all right, whatever. Like, what is this what question? Is this question, question, the man. question was asked, all right? I, I tried to spice it up, so fuck it. Yeah, your yeah, spice yeah, sucked. Yeah. You had yeah, some bland yeah, spice. Yeah. No more cooking. Okay. All right, no more well, that all these spice. Stay with hey, Mariana. Hey, you know what? Hey, you know what? I'm, I'm so stupid, right? That shit says outside of your mom's. I don't give a fuck. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what I was saying the whole time. Like, he clearly didn't. All I was trying to say. Specifically, not yeah. too long. I mean, hey, man, what you want me to do, man? I love my mama. So I want you to tell me the question so I can go back. Okay, all right. So I'm going I'm to I'm I'm read it verbatim. All right. As we close out Women's Month, give us a synopsis of what women mean to you, society, and the future as a whole. Quotations outside of moms. Looking for more literal answers in this topic. All right, I'm gonna go first. I think that I think that in a basic, simple way, women obviously mean life. Like there is no life without women, right? So like we can we can we can throw out all the other shit because they are the ones who, until you know, Doctor Coochie, as you call him, yeah. um, <laughs> decides to come up with some kind of shit that will allow you to have a baby. And most men are going to get the vaccine against that shit if that ever happens. So, facts. So, let's just make it really clear: there is no life without women. Um, secondly, what they mean to society, um, and and of course, it's not to say that men don't play a role. I'm not saying that women yeah. are the most; they are the most necessary function. Um, the um, as far as what they mean to society, man. To be honest, bro. Like you said, like you were trying to say, honestly, is it's that it's the one person, like if I tell you, Oman, hey, bro, I don't think you should do this, that, and the other. Depending on what it is, you may or may not listen to me, right? If we're talking about sports, we're talking about business or whatever, you might, you might honor my opinion, right? But when it comes to like your actual personal choices for you, like, man, baby, you know, I'm not sure if I should, you know, invest in this, that, that. you're going to, you're going to want the woman's opinion in that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to want someone, like you said, that's going to kind of give you the truth. Right. And you know that when you receive that from a female, a, a woman, sorry, shit. Can't don't, worry about it. don't worry about it. I got you. You know that when, we, when you receive that from a woman, that you're going to feel more invested, or you're going to feel like she's more invested, right? If you just ask me, I'm just your home. I can just be saying what I think off the top of my head, right? So there's that. I think that women offer, as you said, men a real sounding board, real opportunity to understand like, yeah, you need to think about it this way. And, and I can't tell you how a woman's going to see it or how a woman might think about it, right? And at the end of the question, what are they for the future? I mean, it's hard for me to answer that without saying the same thing as the first part. Like, there are, until Pucci, Poochie Lord, till Poochie Lord come up <laughs> with, with whatever that is, bro. Like, there is no future without women. So, uh, you know, that part of the question, I don't really know how to answer. All right. Yeah, you know what? I, I think in, in response to the question, uh, women, to me, 
for the future, they, they lead to a more balanced future, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they're the ultimate teammate for, for the heterosexual male. I think they're the, the ultimate teammate, uh, period. Uh, if you want to, if you want to gauge how the world is progressing, look at the progress of women. That's how important they are because you know, for the longest women have been treated a certain way and it's not been the greatest. So, but you also have to be careful when doing it because you don't depend, depend on the swing so far in one way that you have the same complaints that women have now, you have it coming from men. But women are their strength, man. When I, when I see uh, perseverance, I think about perseverance, I think about women. When I think about strength, I think about women. When I think about having to multitask, I think about women, man. I think about so many adjectives and not too many negatives, I think about women, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't really operate in, in the emotional paradigm of things, so I don't really have, I don't really think about that at all. Emotional paradigm, so, but, I'm gonna give you 15 for the combo. You need some help, bro. <laughs> <I didn't laughs> but yeah, man, I, I just see, when you look at, look at women, I just see progress, bro. I see progress. And that's, that's really it, man. It's a lot. That's, more, that's, not, that's not enough, but it's all I can say for oneself. Uh, Fat Boy Fresh. Oh, this boy smoking wings. And I don't mean cooking them. I mean, he literally put it to his mouth like it was a joint. Like. Mm. No, um, I've said this before. I think uh, this is probably the first one of the episodes where can they cuss me out because he wasn't really paying attention to what I was saying. But I appreciate Women's Month and having all these things that we do for women, and they are um, necessary. I did mention a Kanye verse to you guys, but I didn't send you the entire verse. Um, Let me hit it raw, like fuck the outcome. None of us will be here without come. Let that sit with you. Okay. Nope. Nope. Not saying that shit is trash, bro. Pause. It's, it's a verse. That's bars. Pause. He used two different words that are the same. No, it's a great lyric, but you oh, saying yeah. it now doesn't make it better nor yeah, relevant. I think the timing was trash, but yeah, I, yeah that's, I that's, that's, that's why. See, that's where we're at, Amon, because <laughs> you you flip and flop. You say, no, no, I'm gonna say what I want to say, and then you say, well, the timing was trash because yeah. in this time and age. Everybody's paying attention to what you're saying. That means I learned. I learned from my mistake. Hello, dummy. What do you mean? Yeah, to to the fact of editing. 